Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. That sugar's girl. Missy. Should I get you dope? Method actor? Well, Should I get you dope? Method actor. If you look at that acting compared to the acting in, say, the How Many Times video where he doesn't even do anything. He, but you could tell that he was really trying to be that person not do anything in the video. So I think he just improves to doing something and... To doing something. To being the guy that wanted to do something in the movie. <laughs> And he's used to it too, because I'm sure everything was written for him in this as well, and he just had to follow along with that. <laughs> Zing! Dis. Zing. I just dissed Shaggy too dope. Well, welcome to Shooting the Gap. Oh. oh. Fuck, dude. Why are we talking about the clowns? I better get some feedback. Bring it on. We want to hear. We want to hear. Um, we want to hear about. I'm 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 I'm, I'm kind of at a, All right. I'm at a point where I want to start with something else this week because of what we have later on in the show. We're going in a different direction. We're going to talk about the college football playoff. And right Doug just has because we watched those games. We watched those games. We watched football. We did. Um, we finally had good bowls. We had some good bowls. Uh, really good bowls. There a was a couple hate before for all that. The bad bowls, but it was like, well, That's what are you going to do? They're just going to start. That's normal. You know, 500 is not going to be necessary anymore. It's just, are you a college? Yes. There's... Can you field 22 people? An offense and a defense? Yes. Well, that's, that's good enough. And we're going to put it on. And people <laughs> will bitch and shut the fuck up. Because it's fucking Christmas season. I mean, that's when it starts. That's when it goes. There was some bad bowls, though. I would like to... to to call out the Boca Raton Bowl. I don't remember who played in it, but it was called the Boca Raton Bowl. Not enough enough set. That's the where people go to retire and die bowl. You don't know and about they gave them a game. You don't know about the prestige of the Boca Raton Bowl. No, I didn't. I missed it. The what about legend, the, the prestige? The, the bit.com bowl. About the size of a tangerine. The prestige. No? Oh came. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, he, um, he, he there was, was in, there he was, was in a movie called The Prestige. I know he was in the movie. Yeah. Thank you. There's there was the a prestige. lot of bowls and there's bad bowl games, but New Year's Day provided a lot of good games. Michigan State, Baylor, what a comeback! What can I say? It's forty-one twenty-one. Baylor has that lead. Michigan State comes fucking back and takes it, dude. Very well played. I don't want to say I told you so. Ah, because I wasn't going to say, I'd never say that. That was just, would not be true. Yeah, I was like, well, you didn't, so why would you say that? I totally didn't say that. (laughs) I did get the feeling like it was going to become a good game. I don't know why. I thought it was becoming a good game, too. It had more to do with the thought that I just didn't think Michigan State could be just getting blown out. Priorities took over. I had to go get beer, and my brother was on the way. I wanted to beat him back. So, you know, you missed the touchdown. It was already getting close when I left. I, I knew it's college football. It seemed like it was coming down to that. Um, which leads me into Ohio State. And I want to talk about Ohio State right away because I diss on Ohio State. And I want to give a shout-out to my boy Dave. Tall, big, tall Dave. Um, inside joke, he was the tallest of two Daves that worked at the, the Bluebird in the Ogden. So he was nicknamed Tall. The other one was nicknamed Short. To continue, huge Ohio State fan. Um, always takes my shit. Always takes my shit. Responded to my 
my uh, post about you know being happy about the way the first game went and just go out and smoke Ohio State. I'm impressed with Ohio State. I'm impressed with that quarterback. I'm impressed with that tailback um, a lot. I like that tailback very much. The defense played great. I don't know if Alabama played poorly or if Ohio State just schemed that shit right and knocked him around offensively because Amaria Cooper couldn't get going. The running game couldn't get going consistently. The quarterback was all over the place. I th- I think we we said, we nailed it when we said just finishing the game. I think the initial reaction was is is still holds true. A lot of times you get that initial reaction, you don't think it's. You look back and you have different opinions on it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's because you looked at highlights. Sometimes it's because you it could just be a different you start you start, an, yeah. you start an, uh, analyzing the stats and you start maybe either overanalyzing or underanalyzing whatever. Absolutely. It was. But I think we it still holds true that that was a very. Different game from a Nick Saban coach team who doesn't normally make mistakes. They're not. Alabama generally loses to teams that just play better. It's not usually. <laughs> Nick Saban's teams don't lose because they screw up a lot, and they screwed up a lot. They missed opportunities mm-hmm. that Ohio State gave them. Yes, very true. I mean, missed opportunities. You just looked at. You looked at the stats at the end of the first half, and you just almost couldn't believe the total yards because you were watching what felt like a very different game because it didn't seem like Alabama was getting run off the field, but they totally They were in the game. Were, they were in they the game, totally but they were the game totally. it was almost It was almost like Ohio State was just kind of fending them off, kind of like, yeah, we got you. Just stop. Oh, they ran. Okay, boom. And that wasn't the way it was supposed to go. If it was going to be close, it would have been the opposite. Alabama would have been the team going, oh, hey, no, this isn't how it goes. We got it. Go, go. And then, oh, they're getting close game. Nope, it switched. It was a completely different game than what we had anticipated. It was a game that I thought that Oregon and Florida State would play out like that much more than Ohio State-Alabama. I agree. I thought that Alabama-Ohio State would be the blowout. Which, congratulations, Ohio State, Alabama next year. We'll see whatever. I'm sure you guys will be good. Let's move on to the other one. Um, stoked about Oregon. Fucking running over Florida State. Smashing Florida State. Every phase of the game. Even there, even Florida State's kicker, who will be in the NFL kicking footballs for a long time, missed a field goal. Everybody was fucked in that game by the Oregon Ducks. Wow. I mean, just the, the first drive touchdown, and then they come out in that set to see if they can do it. Like, you gave us two? They take they took two right away. You know? It was Ballsy. their second drive, but they took said two it right was, away. We said it was gut. It, we went down, everybody. We said it. Gutsy is what I would call that. Because this isn't just, ah, it's the Rose Bowl, and, you know, sure wish you were in the national title. No. This is for still playing the national title. It's for something that matters. And most of the time, you do not want to leave points on the field, even if it's just extra points, just one point. And that, I mean, it's huge. It's so huge. And it was, they, it was really when big. they did that, it wasn't just guts, but I looked at it like, man, they, they're going to do everything to win this game. It was a statement. It was, Absolutely. you're here. You're going to get behind us, and you better not get behind us. Not in a good way. Not like, you know, fucking, like in a bad way. Like losing the game. And it was totally looking that way. It was. It still looked to be a close game. It still looked to be a close game. The third quarter, end of the second, third quarter, the complete, like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe how Florida State played in that third quarter. Turnovers, two turnovers by the freshman, Jameis Winston, 
I mean, his say what you will about the way Florida State played, he never looked like a fool on the field. He looked like he knew what he was doing. He did not look like he knew what he was doing. That fumble after the first that quarter, fumble that after he had, the first quarter, that he fumble that he good. had, where he was he, he, he just threw the ball backwards. You're, I mean, that shows what maybe a lot of folks leave out about this kid is even with his personal life is that he's a twenty year old kid, and the fucking pressure destroyed him. He was on the sideline. He was screaming at his coach. He was over top of his coach with his finger coming down like this, this, this. And Jimbo Fisher turned, and I, I, I read it perfectly. I know exactly what he said. Well, I'll tell you what. If you don't calm the fuck down, I'm going to put you on that bench. And Jameis just kind of shut up. Then went out and turned the ball over again. Came back. <laughs> wasn't bit. his fault on that one. <laughs> no, wasn't his wasn't fault. His fault. He was there. And another thing, you know, a little bit of bitching. Told him again, put him in check. Like, Jimbo... What I saw, two things from Florida State. Jameis Winston is going to be a bust when you, when you pick him. It, it'll be a, he'll be a bust initially. In, un, unless they decide to just... You don't have to draft him in the first round. This kid should be drafted in the fifth or sixth or seventh round, dude. I don't give a fuck that he won a Heisman. He is not ready. Third round, fourth round, fifth round. Draft him low. He is going to be a bust. Do not put... The fucking future of your, future of your franchise on his shoulders. Nope. Do not make him the guy. You draft him to sit. You draft him to mature. You draft him not to pay him max money. You draft him to do that. That's, that's where he's at. What proved to me is who the NFL quarterback is. Mariota has a much better chance. His demeanor, his attitude, all the stuff you never hear about him, and the way he plays on the field. High-pressure situations. That's not going to happen for Winston. And it showed who the best fucking player in college football is. That's the second thing. Marcus Mariota is the best player in college football. Regardless of what happens next week, I expect him to play well. I expect him to, to go out and, and beat Ohio State. Not soundly. As I said, I'm, I'm impressed with that Ohio State team. But Mariota is the best player. Winston is not. And Oregon looks damn Prime to go win a national title. I think they will win a national title. That will be... Their first. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... So much as call it, say, my shot or anything because I don't feel it's like much of a call at this point when you see how well Oregon's been playing. We we said going leading up to this, Oregon had to play their way in. They knew that because they are in most definitely, as you've pointed out before, mm-hmm. Pac-12. Well, they lost, too. Not, not a awesome when when you lose conference. a game, when you lose a game in that conference, you're playing to win. You're, you're playing to you get. Gotta, it. You gotta you gotta hope for some things to happen. And they were they won a handful of games really strong going down the stretch to really get themselves in there. Oh, they you look know good. What? They 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 look like they deserve to be there. I'll tell you that much. That team deserves to be there, and they're playing like they deserve to be there. Not just offensively either, which that was an absolute domination of a very good football program, but defensively, too. It's not your typical Oregon team where they're just leaning on the offense to just outscore the shit out of the other team. They give up yards. They give up yards. They, they've they done that all year. They're going to give up yards, but they stiffen up in the red zone. They put pressure on the quarterback in a timely manner. They make plays. Um, they've just made plays against a really good team, against a good quarterback. Uh, held them to 20 points, created turnovers, they can play with anybody. And that defense is going to give up yards, get, but what they do is make you kick field goals while that offense is scoring that, touchdowns. And th- that defense, they can make, they can give you pressure with four men. 
Yeah. For sure. They weren't blitzing too they much. Weren't, there wasn't a ton of blitzing going on, and they were getting pressure. There was a lot of times, a lot of the plays where they'd get burned were actually three-man rushes. rushes. Where Jameis had all kinds of time. Where he had time there. to just sit there and wait for somebody to get open or yeah. had time, was comfortable in the pocket. So Absolutely, that happened. It seemed, it seemed to me like their best option on that defense, just run four straight up in a base defense. It, they gave up some fun. runs. They gave up some yeah. rushing. They're soft in the middle. A lot of the rushing yards came right up the gut. But well, that's going to be good for Ohio State. Ohio State likes to run that type of offense. And that's that's why this is going to be a high-scoring affair. This is going to be that kind of game. I think Oregon gets it done with double digits and a turnover here and there. But this is obviously an opinion because Ohio State's game and the way Urban Meyer just has this quarterback back there that looks like Tim Tebow but also looks like, you know, Doug Williams throwing the football, and yeah, I said a black dude because he's the black quarterback. But he's just a big kid. He's 6'5", he's 260. He throws the ball hard. He throws the ball long. And he runs like Tim Tebow. He really does. You know what? And and another thing that's not being brought up a lot is how Braxton Miller wants to leave. No, he said he's he's coming back. I know, but the reports all over the place of him even talking about going. He's been reported to wanting to go to transfer to three different schools already. I haven't already. read any of that. I haven't read any of that at all. Back. No, because I looked on I it. I thought Trinity Bragg's been retired. checking on it. No, she started a show with her fat sisters who sing as well. Oh, I guess. I I've guess. only seen commercials. I haven't seen. There's any. a lot Destiny's of Destiny's past. Let's just say this: there's a lot of horses missing their hair around there. <laughs> was that racist? No, that was no. an ice cube nuke. <laughs> no, I haven't heard about him anything. Last time anything got brought up, he said he was coming back. And that was in the last couple of days. He hasn't talked about transferring. He'd lose a year of eligibility right off the bat. And he just lost a year off of an inj- injury. Um, that would make him, I also thought that would make him uh, either a redshirt junior, redshirt junior or, a, or, a, or a senior. That would be a quite the move for him. I thought it would be a silly move as well. That's why I just... I, to me, I thought it was like, wow, is it really? Is he really that panicked that he will not get to play ever again? He knows how that team? works. I mean, it does happen, and it's college. If you're playing, quarterback's playing really well, so it's really hard to want to pull him and put another guy in. You're like, well, this guy plays just as well, good that's, as that that's guy. That's the so. best part about it, though, Ryan, is you don't have to pull him. When it goes to training, and a guy just played three games, no matter what those games were, Fucking national title, you take it into consideration, but you get to have that luxury and say, open competition, let's go. Now, I get to really have an open competition, because I know what Braxton Miller does well. I know what JT Barrett does well. I know what this kid, who I don't even remember his name, does well. <laughs> so, it'll be a more open competition. Now, maybe if Braxton Miller is interested, whatever those reports are, are very, you know, type of an obvious opportunistic type He's interested in transferring. And there's been nothing on ESPN. There's there's little blurbs about it here. I see that it says like his top five places, and someone said that he was interested. It's all hearsay. He might be, but I would think he'd want to come back and play just because of how old he is. Taking a year out, sitting. I felt like it would have been go? a dumb move if he did it as well, unless he's just looking to go to a program where, you know, he's definitely going to get a chance to start his senior year, and that's all he's looking at. Mm-hmm. Which I think still would be stupid because. He could possibly play for Ohio State, and you know sometimes well, quarterbacks gonna, who get ignored end up turning out really well in the 
NFL. He didn't get ignored, and he's not going to be good in the NFL. I promise you. <laughs> he will not be good in There's the NFL. There's been Don't do that. He will not be good in the NFL. He, if he transfers, he's going to go to a big school because that's what they expect of him. He's going to go transfer and sit at Florida State and not think that they might sign some fucking freshman that he won't get to play. Bullshit. This is a terrible move if, if it happens. Go Like they said, Oregon, too. He's going to go Oregon. They're not going to recruit some hot shot that's going to come in and do better than him while he's sitting on the bench because he's not allowed to play. Like it, it, what you were just talking about, how someone gets hot and you lose a starting position. Mm. That would happen to him before he even got a starting position. Someone would get hot and he would just be sitting there going, I should have at least tried to play at Ohio State because no one's even going to draft me now. Yeah, he, they, I, I, That's uh, not, not the best idea for that guy. Go on record. I got a little preachy there. Doug, I wasn't using hand gestures or anything, but I was a little preachy. Hand gestures are middle fingers. No, they're Whoa not. with your no, they're hands. Not. No, they're not. Whoa with your hands. They're not? Well, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know how this machine Ryan's works. giving me very inappropriate hand gestures. <laughs> he, what Doug's saying is... He's telling me to themselves sit. He's telling me to sit not. and spin. Motherfucker. Preach. Well, Preaching. Preach. I have fucked mothers. Yeah. Dude, I love cougars. Wow. <laughs> Today was weird because this is like the only time that girls were nice to me and I'm sick as fuck at work. Not even able to really talk. And they're all being nice and smiling like, hey, you guys are dicks to me all the time. Not like, I'm not going to pick up a girl at work, but like, you guys are all so salty. <laughs> and now you're smiling and, oh, it's because I'm miserable, isn't it? It's because you know. And by salty, you mean like good. looks like beef jerky. Huh? What? I don't know what you said. I just assumed cougars look like beef jerky. No. It's hard to, to really like pinpoint the first cougar that I remember before they were coined as cougars. Might have been Mrs. Early. Sophomore freshman year. No, sophomore, <laughs> sophomore English. When we had to write the big paper. And he was like, wow. I was and he was wow. like, I'll give you my big yeah. paper. That's why I gave her shit all the time. That's <laughs> why so I was a terrible student. <laughs> That's why I was terrible to have in class. So she'd pay me attention. Exactly. Just talk to me. Just talk to me, Mrs. Hi, teacher. You know he stole that? From a jazz drummer. I can't remember his name that made that riff in like the 60s. Oh, who's that? The drummer? Yeah, Alex Van Halen. Uh -huh. Everyone's like, he's the best drummer. No, he stole that and it's sloppy anyway. If you actually hear the real dude, it's way cleaner. Huh. It's because Alex Van Halen is not that good. <laughs> High fives. Sorry. High fives. Jameson jumping on my back. It's just an Irish thing. Top five. You could call this. I wouldn't this, know anything about that. You could call this our top five MVP candidates, but yeah. we we did, we left it a little more open than that. Maybe just as guys who we thought had a great year, great comp contribution, whatever you wanted to call it. I we just, left I'm, it a little wide open. I went more just the MVP deal of it. People I thought that were the most important to their teams. I mean, it might not be that different from what was on the. The TV and whatnot, but yeah, I think it's a it's an all right list. I mean, it's not going to be that much different than what you've been hearing for mm -hmm. obvious reasons because they play well. Because if you're good, you're good. When you're good, you're good, right, Doug? I'm Doug.
Number five, no particular order, although I'll tell you who I think the MVP number one is. That's the top five. Um, So I'll just start at number five, the Gronk. Gronk, nice. I mean, playing pretty tough, catching everything, just doing everything, it seems like. He's always involved on the plays with, Everything in all aspects. He's blocking when because a lot of people don't. They want to ignore and only look at it when he's catching amazing catches. Which tight ends aren't supposed to catch amazing catches. They're supposed to catch cool little seam passes right into their chest. Right. But aside from that, there are times where he is locking people down on the outside because he's just a big old. Man. No, he's he's by far the most complete tight end in the league. Absolutely, and he's most. come back from those injuries. A lot of people thought he came he back from never, an injury this year and wasn't even playing the first. Never. Three, a lot of people thought he would just not ever really play as well as he played before he got that contract. Well, he's playing. And better. He's played. He's played better, I think, this year than he has played any year. So the Gronk, number four, Demarco Murray. Very important to that Dallas Cowboys team. Probably the biggest reason why they are not another eight and eight, not in the playoffs team. Um, super huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, number three, Aaron Rodgers, who, time and time again, we've said is the best quarterback, probably in the NFL. Hey, Rod, best quarterback. If I was going Since to take the beginning any, of this season, if hey, I was going to take Aaron Rodgers. Oh. If I was going to take it back for good people, different A Rod. Taking it back for good people. The good people get the A Rod. We're taking taking the A Rod back for good people. Taking it back. He's a biracial angel. That's that's cheered. Fuck motherfucker. You're right. That's when he said it. You should have shot A Rod. You should have shot. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Because everybody. You should have shot A Rod. Fucking it up. How come there's no potatoes in Idaho? (laughs) Because there's no Irish people there. He doesn't even get the joke. No, I, I, I got it. Number two. Rick. And I thought it was just because he would only throw him the ball and he only has eyes for one, but Ben Roethlisberger doesn't just throw to Antonio Brown all the time <laughs> because he likes to throw to Antonio Brown all the time. It's because he catches everything. It's because he's a badass. And he runs the ball. How many? There's zero, Doug. Zero. Zero number one wide receivers who catch punts. Zero. Except for him. Nobody ever has their best receiver catch punts. They're just not on the field for special teams because they don't Emmanuel Sanders did last week, but that was one time, and he's not the best, but he's a premier receiver. He's not Demarius Thomas, who is our obvious number one. He is the number one receiver. And my number one... My number one MVP of the year because this team would not even be in contention to have a playoff spot with, be it not for him. JJ Watt. Well, that's obvious. Is he is without a doubt, in my opinion, if he does not win it, it is just all quarterback cock slurping. Well, it is. It, it is. If he doesn't win, he's it. not going to win it because it is quarterback cock slurping. They're not in the playoffs. They don't. They're not going to give it to a guy that's on a team that's not in the playoffs. Am I right? Probably. Could I be wrong? Oh yeah. They might switch it up and go against what they have created within this award. What they have created, not what my expectations are. With who wins these awards, it's almost obvious who wins these awards. Remember last year we're talking the MVP race for the fucking NBA. And James is saying that, well, no, LeBron's going to get it. I said, it's already decided. Kevin Durant has won the 
won the MVP award. That was in January because it was decided then. It happens that quickly within these things. The, the, the press pushes it. Okay, well, I'll get into my list, but my number one is your number one. And I don't think he's going to win it. I don't think he's going to win it. I'll disagree with you, and I think they'll pull their head out of their ass this year. Yeah, they can't so eventually, the touchdowns. because this year he just thinks they will. No, no, Number you know five. Why? No, no, you, know, you have no logical reason. You have no logical reason. Touchdowns. That doesn't that matter. Offense. That doesn't matter. You just said because offense gets you the thing. Four touchdowns does not get you the thing. I think he has six touchdowns this year, doesn't he? And there's a defensive touchdowns you're including as well. Yes. So when you're going to count offensive touchdowns, you said that. I'm telling you how many offensive touchdowns he has. Touchdowns are, are offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But points. the first thing, you want to have this fucking talk, you're going to hear it. The first thing is wins. You have to be a winner. Your team has to win. That's not pulling your head out of the, out of the ass. That is what they have done. We shall continue. Number five, DeMarco Murray. Because I'm not putting Tony Romo on this list. Kiss my ass. Number four, Russell Wilson, because the Seattle Seahawks have quietly come back, and you can't put the whole defense on there. You have to put the only guy. <laughs> you, <can't> put <laughs> you have to put the only guy offensively who really matters in, in what that they in what they do. He gets the ball around. He makes plays, um, and he's not Marshawn. Number three, Gronkowski. Beast mode. Gronk- I'm not that guy. No, but Marshawn. Marshawn. Gronkowski is. Honestly, he could have been the number one for MVP because we saw how that offense was playing and how Brady was struggling in the beginning of the season. He was not playing well. He was not able to find his his outlet receiver, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he's not going to talk and continue this. Aaron Rodgers is number two. J.J. Watt's number one. I don't know how you can have any Steelers on your list after they all died in the bombing of Gotham. You got such a beautiful voice. But Doug, are you sure everybody on that field died? Because there's still a sizable part of the field available. Gonzo, are you with me on this one? Like the entire field died? I have always just assumed that everyone was dead. Yep. Thank you. That doesn't mean I'm right. It just means I have. Now, I mean, <laughs> the the worst part is the worst part is he blows everything up and then Bane walks out onto the field, which makes no sense. Well, you know, it is not the best movie. No, we could have probably taped the Simpsons for it. <laughs> it's already on there. I know. We can watch it. I know. Bane walks out after he blows up a football field. <laughs> well, let's get past this and go to another one since Ryan doesn't want to talk anymore about this. Yes, I threw a diaper tantrum. What's the next top five? Doug, what's our next top five? I don't know. Gonzo, what's our next top five? Top five years of your life mm-hmm. in honor of the happy new year. The happiest of new years. So happy. Okay. <laughs> the happiest of New Year's. I'll go first. Number five. 2000 slash 2001. We're doing this like football season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's, uh, that's when I lived down there. That's <laughs> Three when Scott away. lived up there. And when Ryan and Jimmy lived off of 
Parker and Dartmouth and Justin the Nachos are around places and whatnot. And turned 21, started working at NIP, hung out with the, all those names mentioned on a regular basis all the time. It was a really good year. Doug was was there. That's when I met Doug. I'm Doug. We used to go do illegal things that we will not speak of. But they were fun. Such, Mostly trash can bowling. Such things will not be mentioned. Trash can bowling. Just go ahead and think about that. Just go ahead and think about <clears> that. Unless um, Ryan's thinking about ping in car washes. That's, so, also, that's also when I started working at Nick. That was, that was before that. I met Amy Fisher. I met Adam Barrett. I met Jim Norris. Sorry, did you say you met Amy Fisher? She is my friend Amy, yes, and she just happens to have the same name. She passed away oh. several years ago. So oh, like she's not very the, important. Not she was the important, Amy, but of not the not. Amy Fisher. No. Oh. You would have. Don't you think I would have told you if I knew the original Amy Fisher? That would have probably come out. Or come up at some point, yeah. Yeah, come out or up like a dick. Number four. <laughs> out of Amy Fisher's vagina. Hey, hey. Okay, I'm not comfortable with this anymore. Number four, 2007. That sure. Shh, shut up. 2007. That's when I started working at Bender's. Full time. Met a lot of amazing people there as well. Also got back in touch with my cunt of an ex-wife and my beautiful little girl. Went to jail and got rid of all the shit that was following me. It was awesome. It was a great year. 2008 was the following of that. <laughs> great year. Great year. I, uh, it was just a good time. Life-changing. Left. Went to Texas. Came back because Amy Fisher died. And then started working in the clubs again. Which which led to uh, 2009-10. That's the rep. That's when we were doing our hip-hop and I was working at the Ogden and Bluebird living in fat houses. Cool people. Like, and Ryan would come and see me. I'd bump into you every now and then. Yeah. Um, and we were playing shows, man. Our band was playing shows all the time. We, we played two a week for a good seven, eight months at that point. Put out a lot I of I think I randomly, time. like, came down to the Bluebird, like, all the time I was living after Colorado. Yeah. And just said, That's where I'd see you. And be Hi. Like, yeah. You'd, you'd be walking I know, up Adam. Just, yeah. Come on in. <laughs> I, I know, Adam. They'd call me and say, someone's calling you, and they're saying, Adam. Someone I know. That's not what I would call you. <laughs> I know. It was always Gonzo. I know. I'm just playing. Um, that was a that was a really good, really good year. Lots of fun making music. That was the first time I ever really, just instead of just writing something down, like made music, arranged mm -hmm. a song, had a thought behind it. Like this song's about this, and we're gonna do it like this. It was, it was a lot of fun. Like I want to do it again. Number one. This is like the easiest for me. 1994. My freshman year, the end of eighth grade, um, sports was was top notch, dude. Our, both baseball teams I played for won their their leagues in the in the small AYL shit, Spartan shit, and then we went and played Indians and traveled and beat the shit out of everybody. I was an awesome baseball player. I was an awesome baseball player. I should have kept playing. And then we moved, and they put me out in the middle of nowhere to go to Eagle Crest fucking high school, which I which I knew because. There was a toxic waste dump around the corner. That's what we all heard. It's just the actual dump that's up the road. That's all it really was. And uh, that, I, I walked into that school. I didn't know anybody because I went to Laredo. I was supposed to go to Smoky Hill. And I, I went and saw who was going to play football. And I hadn't played quarterback ever. And I said, I'm going to play quarterback. 
My parents were scared. Mom was scared. Everybody was scared. And I went and I won the job. Started the whole year. Fucking, we kicked Killed ass. it. We won league. I was throwing touchdowns. I was getting too cocky. It was the first time I had positive reinforcement from like people. I was almost the popular. Time you had I was that, almost right? popular. It was almost the last time. It took about a whole year and a half to destroy that. Because <laughs> I just never had so many people paying attention to me. And I, I couldn't handle it. Could not handle it. The pressure. No, just couldn't handle just anything. Oh. It, was, it was just... It was, let's go fuck her and smoke pot here and go to class and play baseball and fuck pot. It's just a vicious cycle. Vicious. Wow, mine is not going to be anything until like that. all of a sudden, um, you're, in, you're a junior and you're kicked out and you're in Outback High School. Oh, no. I, you're like, here's all the drugs. I found the drugs. I'm, I'm going to go before you so you can all, like, bring us down a notch because I'm almost sure that Doug's top five is also his bottom five. Please? 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 I'll do it next week. Please? Please? My number five. Please. No, please. Leave me a little bit. 1998. No. It was a good year in 1998. It was a good year. I turned 18. I get like real jobs and was driving a car that was mine. I was going to fucking concerts. I was kid free, but also discovered I had my kid. I was going to have a baby at the end of that year. Which leads me into my number four, which would be a lot higher had the other ones not had children involved. 1995, which I burp at, (laughs) to have gotten the first taste of the pussy. 1995. It was a good year, Doug. It was my freshman year. Gonzo. Nice. I got laid in seventh grade. Freshman, sophomore year, actually. Mostly <laughs> freshman, but also entering sophomore year. But, yes, got into the whole, like you said, being popular thing, having friends, and, like, that was totally... You were popular. never popular, shut up. Probably way popular than you were. You were way more popular than me. Yeah, so, shut up. <laughs> you know me? <laughs> My dad's bigger me. than your dad. But, great year... For childhood, I had to I had to get a younger childhood year on the top five list. It has to be on there somewhere. Number three, two thousand ten. I got the little guy Blake, who was pretty awesome little kid. Um, also mm. making the most amount of money I've ever made. Things looking pretty awesome. We're not going to talk about how they went from there, but <laughs> good year. Second year when the Second boy was born. The first also, boy. First boy. Second of the two boys. Um, first boy born. Good year. Like having the years with the kids. I don't know what it is, but I generally have had them on really good years. Getting, well, you get to see them too and be getting part of it. promoted. They'd be on my list, but I don't ever really get to talk to them. <laughs> That's um, but great year. Uh, best year, 1999. Got married. Had cat. Nice. My first kid, out on my own, having parties at my apartment. Endless. Partying. Stupid. Oh, that was the 90, that was 2001. That would be 2000. 2000? Right in there? Yeah. <clears throat> For sure it was 2000. Because I remember 2001 was my 1999 birthday and we had also, to move. Also included the year I graduated high school. 
So it was also my Also, might year. have been the year we all party according to Prince. And also, it was wow. 1999. Thanks, Doug, for just going Captain Obvious on that. That was really good. Thanks. Just, good just go to the middle. Winnie here. Just, just go to the wall. The millennium. The Broncos winning Super Bowls. That would have, I thought that would have been That's... selfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to include a year where the Broncos win the Super Bowl? Well, no, for me. For me, it would have. Because those years sucked otherwise. Hard. Well, <laughs> that, that's, I, I mean, I, 99 is just, just so obvious Because there was one good year. time for me. Even yeah. though it seemed awful, but there were so many awesome, Well, the Super Bowl awesome was the first month. Super yeah. awesome things that happened from that year. So That's when I, like, I can't say. Like, attempted to get off drugs and left for a little bit as well. Doug? Um, I'll slam through mine. Um, top five years. Uh, 2001. I turned 21. Yay! I got wasted. <laughs> you puked at the inside the ESPN zone. Nope. <laughs> that was Klein's 21st, not mine. Oh. That, that was Klein's 21st. I danced with a tree that night and lost. Yes, I danced with it and lost, as if it were some kind of fight. <clears throat> no, that was, uh, yeah, that was Eric Klein's 21st. Hermit. My 21st. Doug has to do everything. <laughs> Fighting when he's drunk. Carry on. That actually was the night that I was going to fight you to drive home. You fuck. took off your glasses and I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> remember that? I do remember that. That was Eric Klein's. My 21st was uh, at what was Onyx. That's right. Mm-hmm. The, the Snake Pit slash Beauty Bar. Nope. Onyx. I know. What it was afterwards was this. No, it pit. wasn't. It wasn't Beauty Bar or... It's Beauty Bar right now. No, it's it not. W- no, it's not. Let's not argue about it. Let's Actually, I was just fucking with you. It was Bender's, bitch! <laughs> it was Bender's, bitch! Well, I worked for three and a half years. Fuck, yeah, God. it was Bender's but before you know. that. Um, and then I've got a slew of 2013. Um, number four, 2013, the start of the BACN, the Blood Alcohol Content Network. That was fun. I hope it still is. Uh, 2013, some things went down in my personal life, and I got the help I needed. Via court-ordered therapy. (laughs) Whether or not I was doing it on purpose. Right. Um, And earlier that year, 2013, I graduated college. Ryan, you were there, sort of. Well, I was at the party. Well, you were at the reception. You ate a lot of food and brought home a lot of food. I still couldn't eat that much food. That was a lot of food. (sighs) Thanks, friends. And uh, number one, of course, 2010... The birth of my little superhero, Sydney. No, no. I was wondering. She's my little Batman. <laughs> She's my little Batgirl. <sighs> She's my little Batman. She's my little. Um, She's my little Bat person. I mean, Burmer, yeah. She's my Burmer. She's my Burmer. <laughs> She's like, give me the milk, or I'll kill you. And then I'm like, okay, I'll give you the milk. And she's like, thank you. Thank you for said milk. Thank you for milk.
but there you go. The NFL playoffs? Moving on. You want to talk about last week or what? Oh, we can totally talk about last week. You want to talk about how awesome of a 13-3 and week I had? Oh, sure. Go ahead. No, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about the disappointment that is the San Diego Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs all wrapped into one big shitstorm of ha-ha that is hilarious. Yeah, certainly not disappointed. Bunch of assholes on that page, and they're getting ripped. And it's enjoyable. I mean... It's, what can you say? You guys just keep going to the playoffs. Yes, we will. You guys wouldn't be good without Peyton Manning. You have Phillip Rivers and still suck. Um, I, I <laughs> There's so many ways to go with this. Oakland fans are just still doing the same thing. We um, won three Super Bowls a You guys Bowls are bitches. Everyone reps our gear. And we won Super Bowls a long time ago. Kansas City Chief fans, they... They don't. They never really had a ground to stand on. What they do is just point at what you don't do well. Yeah, like the they got. Do. They get better ground. They have better ground than the Oakland Raiders. No, they don't. No. They have absolutely no. The Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs haven't won a Super Bowl. Chiefs have won a Super Bowl since your. Well, I meant this season. Parents were. Well, in general, none of them do. I agree with you on that. But in like when when we're talking about how they all talk, because it's a it's a gathering of years of them talking. Ah. Your mother. Was they are both equally. Here. Your mother was a young child the last time they won a Super Bowl. It was Who's the, that? The, the Chiefs. Chiefs. It was the third Super Bowl. <laughs> you realize my mom's a sports fan. I could call her up on that one. Cool. Great. And we realize that that's a stat. Fact. <laughs> it was the third we'll Super Bowl. We'll call it a fact. <laughs> they, even, they haven't even gone back to a Super Bowl since then. Fact. We'll call it a fact instead of a stat. The Raiders have won Stats three and appeared in facts several just facts. since then. While the Chiefs remain... Them and the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers are the worst in the division. They have to be just because of one Super Bowl appearance. One? One Super Bowl appearance. One appearance. And it was, it was bad. They got destroyed in it. One, yeah. Made a top five list of somebody's. They got run out of the gym. Out of the, out of the, out of the gymnasium. Out of San Diego. They, you know, they've made a franchise out of gathering one really good player and just keeping them there. They did that with Seau, and they're doing it with the Rivers now. I mean, they've they've done a really bang up job of just keeping like one good guy just stay here. I don't know how the Chiefs maintain. Period. Do you know what the people want to talk about? How bravo the fucking Cleveland Browns fans are for sticking (laughs) with their team. I say bravo. A little bit, because, I mean, you live in Cleveland, so you got to have something to but fucking... But they've never won shit. I mean, no, but you at least can go... You're talking about the last time KC won a Super Bowl. The last time Cleveland won a championship in anything was before the Super Bowls, <laughs> so... I, I, I feel what you're saying. I'm not saying... I'm saying... And they live in Cleveland. I'm just saying they live in Cleveland, so my whole point is, well, they got to get away from something. But Kansas City isn't horrid. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty horrid. I've heard both ways that there are parts of town that are horrid, but... Well, there's good parts of Cleveland. That would be the suburban parts. <laughs> Just like the good Is parts there? of Kansas City. <laughs> good parts of Cleveland? Yeah, there's where the people that have the money go. Yes. <laughs> like, everywhere. Somewhere, there's still a place... There's still a suburban part of Detroit where good white people live. When I say good white people... White people <laughs> with money. <laughs> Good is in there like really, uh, uh, I don't know. I was going to say, I visited Detroit and I feel like that can't possibly I be I did true. too. But 
It's a different, it's a, it's a big city, and there's suburban areas. Auburn Hills, where the Detroit Pistons play basketball, is a nice area with an economy. So you have people that work in retail. <laughs> <laughs> they have electricity all the time. All the time? Wow. Yeah. Place Cracks not on every corner. Not on every. But the trash still hey. rolls around, right? Well, yeah. I mean, because it's Detroit still. So. No, it's, it's the suburb of Detroit. But all the trash is getting blown out. And right. Blown that's, why, that's what I'm saying. It know? goes... It goes... It just gets further out, out from Detroit. It gets really. further, and it gets sucked back in. So it keeps destroying more of it. it just it's blows. a vicious cycle. Got it. It's a vicious cycle. Like Much the like and Superman. every other team in our division has been facing since we have been the dominant team of this division the last 30 years. 1983. Yeah, the last 30 years. <laughs> I mean... But I mean, it's fucking close. There's a handful of times where the Chiefs were good, and a handful of times where the Raiders were good, and a couple of times where the, the Raiders Chargers went to the Super Bowl good. once. The Chargers went to the Super Bowl once. The Chiefs have never gone to the Super Bowl since that second one. We have gone to lots of Super Bowls, and we've lost them. I know that. We make fun of that all you want. <laughs> we've lost the fuck out of them. We've too. lost the shit out of those Super Bowls, but we go. That's, I mean, you still <laughs> were the two best teams. And, and if you sit there and go, well, that's all you can say, that's not all I can say. That's a great thing to say about your football team. You're competitive. Look at these other franchises that don't go to the playoffs for decades, multiple te- multiple times, multiple decades of years. They don't draft the right quarterback. They don't draft the right anything. They don't bring in the right coach. There's several organizations of the like Browns, that. I mean, that's a yeah, team that just hasn't drafted a quarterback since Bernie Kozlov. There are so many teams like that, whereas the Broncos are not that team, along with a lot, you know, a lot of There's other a teams. Full of teams. We Steelers. play, we play very well on a regular basis. We're 500. We'll have a 5 and 11 season. We'll have a 3 and 3 and 13 season. But once, 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 it doesn't happen back to back. We improve. We're going to be a good team always. It wasn't until, it, I mean, our highest pick was Vaughn Miller. He's the highest. And that was just four years ago. And we didn't miss. Like, the Raiders just seemed to keep. They have missing. multiple chances and miss. The Chargers get, you know, picked pretty high, and they do well most of the time. <coughs> the Chiefs do on a, it's like they pick a guy that's like, well, if I was a college football team, that guy would be good for like two years, and we'd kill it. It never works out for them. They get guys that are good for a couple years, and then they suck. Then they break down. Then they're gone. Larry they Johnson, Dante Hall, Dwayne Bowe. They don't want to fucking the, play. Their defense plays well. But but they leave and don't go anywhere. When When is a Chiefs awesome stud outside of Tony Gonzalez, who played there for 14 seasons, 15 seasons, gone and produced anywhere? No one. Larry Johnson? Dante produced, Hall? Apparently, he just needed people to keep telling him he wears diapers. Yeah, I... It, they, their guys are good for like a little bit of time, and then they suck. They, they don't produce anywhere. Shelf they definitely done. don't leave the Chiefs to go on to bigger and better things. Our, our guys generally go play well when they leave. So, whatever. Elvis Dumerville. Fucking all pro. First all pro team, team all pro this year. Uh, snubs. All pro. Any snubs you can think of off the top of your head when you saw that list? Um, well, I mean, like, I, I believe we talked about that I felt like Vaughn and Demarius were snubbed, but the people, it, it's one of those things where it's like the top, you're talking about the top 
24 players and then you categorize them by the top players in each of their spot, it's hard to knock anybody well, off. When the guys that are ahead of them, you're like, okay, I, I can see that. It makes sense. It's, you got, there's, you there's got like Antonio Brown. On the list you got like, Antonio Brown. That. You have Antonio Brown and Jordy Nelson ahead of Demarius. That is fine. I understand that. Doesn't take away from stats. Just That's cool. Let Demarius be a second teamer. Von Miller's behind Doomerville. And Jason Houston, who had, what, 22 sacks? Mm-hmm. He had a pretty good season. Uh, that's that's going to happen. Chris Harris doesn't even get regarded in the fucking Pro Bowl. Akid Dalid does. Akid Dalid doesn't make this list. Chris Harris gets second team All-Pro, which is fine, which is amazing, which is like they recognized how well this kid played this year. And go ahead and be behind Daryl Revis and Richard Sherman. So that, that says to me how all those dickheads talk and how they consider themselves, he's the third best corner in the league. Might be the best. Shut the fuck up. That's, that's what I'd tell Richard Sherman, who probably didn't say a fucking thing about Chris Harris. Probably say a fucking word about Chris Harris. No, he'll probably say that he's better than him because that's what he always says. He that's fine, but he recognizes some people. He doesn't recognize Chris Harris. Chris Harris Jr., I was stoked to see him make the list. I, I was, you know, kind of like, ah, they didn't, the other guys didn't get first, but it made sense to me. Um, real quick before we get on the playoffs. Black Monday. The blackest of Mondays. We saw a lot of crazy, not 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 so crazy things happen. No, we saw some expected things. We saw basically every team we expected to fire somebody fired somebody. We saw a couple of surprises. Tom Coughlin surprised me. Did they uh, kept him? That they kept him. Didn't surprise because they're me too so much. eager to get rid of that guy, and every time they're they're eager to get rid of him, he just goes to the Super Bowl and wins the Super well, Bowl. Well, again, that's what we hear. And this year was not his fault. There was a lot, a lot, a lot, he had a, a lot, lot of bad of things go the wrong way. A lot I mean, of injuries, man. That team was broken up. And to really, the, one of the best things that could have happened on that team is Victor Cruz going down because Eli Manning just had such the boner to throw to Victor Cruz. And he couldn't see Odell what, Beckham but, being open all over the damn place all the time. I don't necessarily agree with that in the beginning of the season because Victor Cruz didn't get a touchdown till like week five. Eli was throwing to not Odell Beckham. He was throwing to an unknown tight end. He was throwing to whatever receiver was open. When you say that Eli, hold on. Randall. When Eli has a hard on for someone, never. That guy plays within the system. If he was looking at Victor Cruz, it was because there was no one there at certain points. But that guy made the first four or five weeks of the season when the Giants looked good by not throwing Victor Cruz the ball at all. Or Odell Beckham. He was injured. Isn't that true? I don't remember if Odell Beckham was he injured the first. He wasn't part of playing. If he was, I don't he know. If he, injured, I don't he know if he playing. just was. I I don't. Well, and once again, if he wasn't playing, was it because Victor Cruz was getting a lot more playing time? Then? Victor Cruz wasn't even doing anything. He wasn't. But he was always anything. on the field. Okay. The field. But mean, they expect the they hard on you speak of was not there at all because Eli was throwing the ball to everybody. Yeah, like the other team. <laughs> not in the first five weeks of no, the season. No, the first. <laughs> you're, you're ignoring that. He was a, he was playing well. And within himself, the Giants were three and two. They were considered there, just like the Bengals were considered the best team in the AFC. Just like the Patriots were considered to be broken down, dude. After that fucking week four loss, when we lost to the fucking Seahawks, and the Bengals were undefeated, three and zero. Fuck yeah, that's because it went week to week this year. Everyone's like, week five, who's the best team? Like, like it even fucking matters at that point. But yeah, that's. Definitely, well, we got caught definitely up. We got caught up in that a little bit. <coughs> because Cincinnati was, beat our ass. Yeah, they beat us. But on the, my whole point was that Eli, Eli did not do that when he was playing well. He was not just throwing the ball to Victor Cruz. That's all. At all. 
I'm not seeing anything else that was a shocker from last week. I got to be honest with you. So, I think we both picked pretty well. I mean, I went 13 and three. So I picked right alongside you. You have my picks. Pretty so much. Tell me what I got. Pretty much. I think we both pretty much just nailed the week. Aside, I think we had we had one thing different. Well, did either one of us pick the Bills? I picked the Bills. Yes. I didn't. Did you pick the Browns? I did not pick. Of course the not. Did you pick the Vikings? I did pick the Vikings. Did you pick the Cowboys? I did pick the Cowboys. Texans. Did pick the Texans. Colts. Did. Chargers. Yes, I picked the Chargers. Dolphins. I picked the Dolphins. Jets. Just kidding. Saints. Uh, yes. I picked the Giants. Giants. Yes, I picked the Giants. Panthers. Picked the Panthers. They didn't win. Packers. The Panthers didn't win. The I'm just Panthers kidding. destroyed I'm just, the Falcons. I'm, I'm fucking you up, Packers. Dickhead, Packers. I because you're not giving my record out there. 49ers. <coughs> uh, I did not pick them. I picked the Cardinals. Who won? The 49ers. Mm-hmm. Seahawks, Rams? Seahawks. Steelers, Bengals. Steelers. Mm-hmm. Broncos, Raiders? Oh, Raiders. Broncos. Can we talk about those fuckers now? Can we talk about that game? Or do we want to talk about playoffs first? We'll talk about that game real quick. And how hilarious it was. And how at no point... Oh, Doug, by the way, we were right. The Broncos' plane or bus, as it were, the team bus, did not get destroyed en route to the field, so they at no point were in danger kind of, of losing that game. They beat right. the shit out of that team. So, Just to let you know how they don't lose the game. I was aware that they won and they showed up alive. They, they were alive. 47-something. Which was, I think, the minimum. Um, to win that game. We'll, we'll, we'll talk uh, next week and you can start clowning. But Broncos showed up huge. Broncos showed up strong. Won it's a game. good way to end the... We, oh, we no. thought, we thought we said this at the beginning of the year. Good thing we end the season with the Raiders so we can at go home. into the playoffs with probably the AFC title, what we said, based off of what we picked for the season. We the, the thought they would, they would have the AFC record and at least have a bye week. Number so, one seed, yes. Um... Yeah, we projected them. I, I think I had them as the number one seed. I can't remember if I did it. That was a toss-up. That, that, uh, I think I had the Patriots as the number one. That, that New England game and that Cincinnati game will be looked at on this season. Like, if you go to look at this the whole season, the most disappointing games, St. Louis is a different thing because everything was torn apart in there. We had injuries. Injuries. We had, we had injuries all over the field on that one. That, that Both was, sides of the ball, everything. It was just not a good show. That's trap. That shit happens. That's the NFL. That's, that's the our definition that's of our a bad. fucking trap game. But at that's that same time, that Rams team proved to be very formidable against most teams. Yeah, after yeah, for sure. No, they only, they won games against big teams. They were never they were not a bad team. Uh, we're we're there. I, I like. I like our chances as good as anybody's because I've seen every team play shitty. Now, am I still on the same thing that I think Peyton's hurt? Yep. Do I think that it's going to be good to have a week off? Fuck yeah. Yeah. For the whole goddamn team. Let them all sit for a little bit, dude. This is 14 weeks of straight football. That doesn't usually happen. Everybody gets their bye week. The bye week is the off week. Everyone usually gets that midway to past midway season. We got it week five. And then had to play the next 13, 14 weeks afterwards. Um, that's It was actually week four. Week four. It was week it four. Was week four. Yeah. They've, they've been so, doing nothing but bruising all 13 the way straight down weeks the way. of football. I would have normally most... And they went 
what, 11 and 2? I don't know. We'd, we'd have to look at it. They, they played very well considering some bad spots. Um, I think it's almost not surprising. I think the problem that I have with the way they played is that it's actually been in like the last eight games. So it's like they had their bye week a month prior to them playing poorly, and it's just, I feel like they haven't been playing well. No, well, no, I, we, I don't. I mean, I, I don't. We've know made that clear over the last. few I don't weeks. know what to say. So nothing new than, here. I, I, absolutely, eight for the last eight weeks. I don't. I couldn't tell you what. Most of the time, I tell you a team needs to keep rolling, and there's a lot of people who feel like a bye week kind of like sucks the wind out of their sails. Well, but that's situation that happens to the fucking Patriots. That's situation. They're playing well. They're going into their bye week with a loss. We're going into ours with a huge win, and a win where we didn't see many injuries except for Dave Bruton. That sucks. That was a dirty fucking shit play, by the way. That was dirty. And I don't like... What? I don't like that fucking play. (laughs) Oh my god. It's getting crazy in here. Crazy. Um, but no, let's, 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 let's stop jibber jabbering and everything. No, get no, this, get no, this that's, fucking playoffs. that's, that's exactly what we need is that time off. And you know what? I'm not hoping for anyone to lose though. I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, the, the best road, the obvious road is for us to not go to new England, but this has to be the road. This has to be the toughest road. It has to be. I think we don't win without it being test, 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 test. Be honest. Take that week. And then you come back because you're going to play a Baltimore or a Pittsburgh team that's going to come in here, and they're going to smack you in the mouth. We know that, though. We know that. We're not like going to be surprised by anything that Pittsburgh or Baltimore does. There we go. There that is. Cardinals versus the Panthers. Hi, Doug. Do you know what a Cardinal is? A direction? Did you pick Do you it? know what a panther or is? Or some kind of bird. Or a, a religious figure. A panther is some kind of jungle cat? Racist. Who you got? Oh, Cardinals Panthers. Racist. That's in... That's in Carolina. Is that on Saturday? That is a Saturday it's game because nobody cares about that one. <laughs> uh, That's why they put it on Saturday. This one... This is a toss-up for me. But when I toss it up, it always lands on one side. I'm going to take the home team. I'm going to take the Panthers to, to kind of blow it up as far as people saying that we need to switch the whole arrangement of the NFL playoffs because a team that goes 7-9 and nine doesn't deserve to be in the playoffs. They get a chance to answer just the way Ohio State did when people were saying that Ohio State, myself included, didn't deserve to be in there. Cam is playing well. Playing better. I'd like to... I'd like to... I wouldn't well. say well. He's playing better. I mean, yeah. For what he's played this, for what he's playing this year, I agree with you. Yes, Um, but I think that's the reason him not playing well all season is the reason why this defense is going to be enough to beat the Panthers. Um, I I think the Panthers' defense is surprisingly not as good as they should have been this year. Who's playing quarterback for the Cardinals in this one? I think they got Lindley playing the quarterback. Mm. Is this? I just don't have faith in when you say I think it's this guy playing quarterback. No, that's where I go with the better quarterback. I know. Especially I gotta pick an upset at some point. So. It's not an upset. They're favored. The Cardinals? Yeah. 
Are they really? Of course they With are. a third-string quarterback on the road? Yes, Ryan. They almost won their division. Carolina barely didn't make the playoffs. But then you're picking them, but you're throwing out all the reasons why you wouldn't pick them because you wanted to be. I an said upset. I got to be an upset. It's not an upset. You're. I, I picked the upset. quarterback. Is I picked the upset. You picked the obvious one. I don't feel like it's obvious. You just said it was not obvious. Bengals Colts. Oh my God, he's a cunt sometimes. I swear to God. Cunt. I said it. C O N T. Cunt. Cuncha. Colts? Well, you tell me first. Oh, well, okay. Well, I think the Colts are definitely going to win. Definitely? Definitely. Why definitely? Because they get to play a not very good quarterback who I think just... I I got to be honest with you. The fourth quarter of that game when the rain started coming down, I think the Broncos win that game if it doesn't rain. I, I really do. I, I feel like a lot of the things that happened in the Bronco game... Happened because of the rain and because they're on the road playing in shit weather. I I think that's they were playing pretty good in the third quarter and then suddenly looked like they were playing in the first quarter again. So I think the Colts playing at home. The Colts have come off of coming through a a lot of those times. Those players only meetings are kind of just a rah rah. Everybody needs to take a look at themselves in the mirror kind of thing. You know, take right. a look at what you're contributing to this problem. Uh-huh. It's usually what it is. They're not getting together to be pat themselves on the back and tell, them, tell each other what a great bunch of dudes they are. They're usually getting together to go, you need to figure out what's wrong with you. And they're there to call each other out and they're there to keep it between themselves and get it off their chest so they can all move on. I think they look like they moved on. And obviously it's against the Titans so it's hard to say. With the win last week, like it was something. Um, because the Titans obviously are probably the second if not the worst team in NFL um, so I think there. I think the Colts at, I like the Colts at home to be honest with you I think they're going to play very well I think Andrew Luck is going to play very well and doesn't want a repeat of poor showing last year and Doug wants to like skip rocks so. I, I don't think this is even close I don't care how well Cincinnati played uh, against Denver or whatever they did last week uh, Indy's not a good team Enough to the point where they're consistent, but neither is Cincinnati, so I take the better quarterback at home. In in the dome. Like if that I would say that would help Andy Dalton, but he is so inconsistent with the way he throws the ball. It's it's very moot as a point in my opinion. AJ Green is what, somewhat injured? Uh, I can't remember what he have. They have his status as listed. It's questionable going into this week. Yeah. It's probably questionable. But but I mean he's he's there. He's already like thinking about my my elbow hurts, my elbow hurts. By the time you hear this podcast, you will already know. And I will say this: he was right about the uh, spread with the uh, Panthers and Cardinals. I don't gamble. I'm not a degenerate like him and his brother. I don't go gamble all the time. But you were right, they're up, uh, they're favored seven, seven points in this game. I would not have guessed that, except that I was obviously right in thinking that they were going to. So I pat myself. <laughs> I was going to say, your argument had the great favor of being like for and against you. If I would have been a gambler spreader, a gambler spreading spreader. gambling, I would have said that? exactly what I just said and set that out correctly. Sprambler. Sprambler. Sprambling. Lions and Cowboys. 
Are you I okay? Have, I have the Cowboys. I think that's... I, I, Ndamukong Sue's going to play. Okay, so this is what Ndamukong Sue's going to do. He's going to step on Tony Romo's He's going like, to try to kill somebody. Like, oh, I didn't mean to. He's going to get mad because that offense of the Lions is every bit as inconsistent as any other one I've spoken about. And the, the Cowboys offense is not. They're going to go right at DeMarco, or right at Ndamukong Sue with DeMarco Murray. They're going to run the ball. They're going to put Tony Romo in the right situations to throw the football where he is comfortable and puts it there. I think Dallas wins this by two touchdowns. I like that prediction. I feel like it's definitely a double-digit win. Feels like it. It's, it feels definitely like a feels double, like double-digit double win. They have to go to Jerry World. So, Which doesn't mean anything as far as home field advantage for the Cowboys. Not for the Cowboys. That, not that's from what we saw this season. From, or last season or the years before. When <laughs> There's they were just eight, so eight, much eight, more eight. room to pack the other teams. They've pretty, much gone, fans they pretty much gone 500 in Jerry World every season. So not, not really. Yeah. Ravens and Steelers. This is probably the best game of the weekend, no doubt. I don't think it's a question. This is a... Man, this is crazy because it's got to be in Baltimore. It's a Baltimore it, game. It's it's the Steelers, I believe. The Steelers won their division. Yeah. I I didn't remember. Sorry, you didn't know anything from last week. I didn't know this one. Sorry, I'm I sorry. For you. It's fine. <laughs> um, I will say that does matter. Man, Antonio Brown is good. Le'Veon Bell is not playing. That's where I... Le'Veon Bell is not that's playing. That's where I feel like... I talked to a friend earlier injury. this week, and he was saying, when Pittsburgh comes, they're going to kick your ass. And I said, well, if Le'Veon's not playing, that's going to be a different thing. His response was, we're deep at running back. I'm not worried about that. And no, I said, not. you have not been deep at running back for a while. He's not the biggest football fan. Like, I, I think Baltimore will have a much better chance in this game. Their other backup, the one that is playing for the Patriots now, (laughs) was what I didn't want to come with, like just yelling at him. But I think that Baltimore makes it closer, but I I think the X factor is Antonio Brown. I I really can't see how anyone wouldn't say that. He has beaten everybody. If he gets wild, runs loose, Pittsburgh wins this game. Paul is supposed to play this game also. I'm not worried about him. If, If... if fucking if Antonio Brown gets out and runs wild, they win this game. If he goes and gets 110 yards and scores a touchdown, they don't win this game. No, they need him. I, they need him to put up. So probably. I guess I guess I'm not picking one, Doug. If you want to hear, I'm I'm saying this is how one team wins. One team will win. This is the way they will win because their running game's done without Le'Veon Bell. They got to go this way. So I, it's a strong lean towards Baltimore. Strong, strong lean towards Baltimore. Switch it. Whichever one is without labia. He's not playing. He's without labia bell. Yeah, labia, labia ball is out. Labia ball is out. Labia balls. I will take the non-puss route and pick a team and say the Steelers. I'm sorry, Doug. I wanted to crush you so bad. I was like, I can't oh. wait to tell Doug I'm picking the Steelers. But Ryan's taking the like puss route like all the time. I know, but you took my now. Saints. He actually so. throws that out there now. Nice. I, take, I take it out, but I call wow. myself out when I do it. I Dude, totally I, did. I, have a I just called myself out for two minutes. <laughs> I just spent two minutes calling myself out. What more do you need? He wants Jesus on a cross. He always wants Jesus on a cross. That's how we like Go our to saviors. church, bitch. That's how we like our saviors. Go to church, bitch. Yep. I like my saviors alive. I like them to live. I like them to win. <laughs> You like him to rhyme with late. That's like when everyone's like, Lady. they're like, dude, Dick Cheney's big hero. Well, I'll go with the dude that didn't get caught. How about that? 
Oh, zing. So. <laughs> did you want your, your fastball, Doug? I did. Doug's a hero. He's a hero. A hero. Hero. Can I have a cigarette, hero? Hero. No. Give me a cigarette, hero. No. Hero. Faggot. I'm not buying shit this week. For the most part, simple. You ready? Yep. Yeah. Population. You need major city with major city folk. Does that guarantee you a team? No, but you're not going to get one without that. Oklahoma City Thunder. It's like Colorado Springs having a basketball team, but it's okay. That's what they do. Um, Nevada. Well... They would have to get rid of gambling. Because you can't put a football team in Las Vegas with all the gambling going along. Because pro sports betting is still highly illegal. Can't do it in Nevada. Not happening. Montana, nobody there. Wyoming, nobody there. New Mexico, lots of people there, but their fan base is already established. They're either Cowboys fans, Raiders fans, or Broncos fans. So we go Oregon, not enough fan base. That's a professional sports club, dude. Portland. The Portland Trailblazers? I'm still sticking on the football thing. What oh, okay. I was about to say was they do. Oh, it's an NFL, yeah. It's oh, an NFL question. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. They do have enough to have a sports team, but they don't generate the revenue. you got to have people there. Los Angeles doesn't have a football team. Do you hear that? L.A. doesn't have a football team. They can't fill it. They can't bring the people there. Because L.A. fans don't care. They watch college football. Let's see where else doesn't have a team. And think about what other... Like Rhode Island, not going to get a team. Maryland, not going to get a team. Well, I just assume New England Patriots. That's a cop-out because they were the Boston Patriots for so long. And then all of a sudden just went New Baltimore. England. Baltimore. Ravens. Baltimore also works within that as well. Uh, I don't. It's it's all revenue. It's all people. It's all getting people to show up. It's all about do you have the people and then will they show up? Oklahoma City. I'm just going to expand a little bit on it. Oklahoma City, like he was saying, has a basketball team. They were in Seattle, so they were an established team. So all these other places, they're not going to get an expansion. Because the game needs to expand to the point where other places would like teams. So that's not going to happen until other places would like teams have them. LA's had them. Two of them. They all left. They leave LA because nobody goes there. And people in LA are selfish and greedy and don't want to... They were like one of the first group of people like, yeah, go stick paying for your stadium up your ass. And the other teams were like, okay, well, other places want to put us in their stadium. So fuck you. And they left. And that's what they've done. And L.A. just, they, when the Lakers aren't doing good, they don't show up. And that's the fucking L.A. Lakers. The team that allegedly, One allegedly, of the well, no. L.A., everybody in L.A. loves so much. They just can't, they don't no. want to pay the but that's tickets. But that's the epitome of, like, mainstream media sports fans. They love to wear their gear. They love to post on Twitter about it. But when the game starts, they got other shit to do and won't be there till halftime. It's, it's legit. It's, it's, a, it's a means to an end. 
for an LA team that's an LA city that's probably going to get a team here in the next two years and suffer through the same shit. Dugout. You good? Everyone good? Hmm? Lakers or Clippers? I got a haircut, so Clippers. Yeah, that was a good one. That's the best answer in the fucking months. What was the name of the team that used to play in Seattle but now plays in Oklahoma? The Bombings? Oh, the Bombings. Why that? Why was that the... Uh, well, they changed the, the name of Bombings so that they wouldn't be the Bombings when they got there, I guess. They changed the name to Bombings? Yeah. From Bombings. The Oklahoma Bombings. <laughs> the Seattle Bombings is apparently what they used to be, but oh. they couldn't have that in Oklahoma mm-hmm, City because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of that one bomb. Because of the... That'd be bad. <laughs> Some people might be... <laughs> the Oklahoma McVeighs? Yeah. <laughs> if you were the coach of the Bills... Would you A, retire, B, come back next season, or C, quit so someone else could hire you? I'd threaten to put my head through a piece of wall. It's C, but that's a good answer. He quit. He quit because he knows other people will hire him. He quit. He quit. He quit because other people... I thought we were doing a cheer. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!